Good evening. We're on Parak Tesvav, Mishnah Yud. And uh, the last couple of Mishnayas, we've been talking about the din of Edus Isha when she wants to change a chazaka. That even though uh, an Eid Echad is Neman to say that the husband died and the woman could get married, but uh, not Neman, the, if the woman comes and says that, uh, that the husband died in a way that uh, now she's going to be Omeris Yibum and uh, beforehand it wasn't that way, or if she, we come, she comes and says that now she's mutil shuk, so then she's not neman. Uh, here in Mishnah Yud, we have two mu'alachas in addition to this. And, uh, number one is din of ha-pesha asr pesha hitter. That if she was the one who established in the first place that uh, that the chazaka would have changed, let's say that she's omeris liyibum, and then afterwards says that uh, the husband died in a way that he's not that she's not omedesli yibum. So then she's neman because of the din pesha aser pesha hitter. Just like you believe her that at one time she was aser, now you believe her that she is mutter again. The second part of the Mishnah, we'll get to the cases in a second, uh, talks about the fact that even though the woman or an eid echad has nemanus to say the husband died. But for other people dying that will uh, allow the woman to get married um, to a certain person, so you don't have nemana. So, for instance, you can't say that uh, the sister of this woman died, and therefore she's allowed to get married to the sister's husband, right? Um, Or if a husband is married to uh, this woman's sister, he can't say, my wife died, and then be allowed to marry the sister. Um, we have a number of such cases in the Mishnah that talk about the different cases in the Mishnah. So first of all, the first, first case in the Mishnah is you have a woman who goes to Medina Sayyam and, uh, and, and there is no, uh, there's no brother-in-law. So it's just, uh, even if the husband would die, so she's not a medical Yibum. Um, comes the woman, and uh, the woman says that, uh, number one, that a brother-in-law was born. Uh, however, um, she says she says uh, that afterwards, so they both died. So the halacha is, it doesn't make a difference which order she says they died in, um, because she has an amonis to say that I'm not ominous Yibam anymore, um, because of the fact that she was the one who established she had a brother-in-law in the first place. However, in the flip side, let's say that uh, that that, uh, that the husband went to Medina Sayyam, and there was a brother-in-law. He was also Medina Sayyam, and she was also there. So then, in that case, so it goes exactly the opposite. If he, if she says that my husband died and afterwards uh, my brother-in-law died, or if she says my brother-in-law died and then um, my husband died, so she's not allowed to get married to anybody else. Why? Because we know there was a brother-in-law, and she's not believed to say that the brother-in-law died. You need to aid them to say the brother-in-law died. So therefore, um, she cannot get married. Similarly, the Mishnah continues and says that just like she doesn't have Nemanis to say that her brother-in-law died, she doesn't have Nemanis to say that her sister died, and now she can marry her sister's husband. And uh, a man doesn't have Nemanis to say that uh, his brother died, and therefore he can marry his brother's wife, or that his wife died, and now he can marry his wife's sister. So all of this is in Mishnah Yud. Niten 
li yavam b'medina sayam. Um, if a woman comes and says that uh, a, that a brother-in-law was born in Medina Sayyam, and now there was a point that I was on Medina Sayyibam. So Amra Mace Baili, then she says that my husband died, and then afterwards my brother-in-law died. In other words, I was on Medina and then he died, so now I can marry whoever I want. Or Yivami, my brother-in-law died, in both cases she's Neman, because of the fact that there's a Pesha Asr or Pesha Hitter. And therefore, even though she has no Nemanis to say that the brother-in-law died, as we see in the second part of the Mishnah, but here she does because of the fact that she was the one who told us there was a brother-in-law in the first place. However, if she went and her husband went and her brother-in-law went to Medina Siyam, and you know that there's a brother-in-law, if she says that my husband died and then afterwards my Yavam died and now I'm not no Yibum or Yavami or my brother-in-law died and therefore I was never Omeres Yibum and in either case I should be able to marry whoever I want she's not Nemenes why? because a woman is not Nemenes and my brother-in-law died there's a special Nemenes that you have about the husband, but nobody else. She's not allowed to say, or she, we don't believe her if she says that my sister died. That I'm going to be able to go into the uh, husband of my sister's house, that he'll be able to marry me. A man is not Neman to say that my brother died and now I could be Miyavim, his wife. And he's not Neman to say that my wife died. Then now I'm able to marry her sister. Moving on to Perak Tezayin, Mishnah Aleph. Here we get into cases where uh, you have an Edus of um, Misa, an Ed Echad. The question is, is that there's a, a Chashash, that there was a brother-in-law um, who that there was a that there was a, a child um, born, and therefore you don't know whether uh, she's Omeris Liyibum or she can marry marry them. She can get married to somebody from the Shuk. Uh, so the case of the Mishnah gives about that is that the husband goes away Lamdinasiyam with one wife. There's no children born yet, and then Edus comes back that the husband's dead. But uh, the woman who remains um, uh, in, in what's it called, not in Medina Siyam, so we say that she can't get married to anybody, she can't get married uh, to the Shuk, and she can't do Yibum, because you don't know whether there was a child born, and we're Choshesh, that there was a child born, in which case she could only get married to the Shuk, but on the other hand, maybe there wasn't, and then she's Omeresli Yibum. Um, on the other hand, the Mishnah tells us that that's only in a case where there's one suffix as to whether a child was born, male or female. But if, let's say, uh, the husband goes away and the mother-in-law also goes away and the husband presently has no brothers, but it could be the mother-in-law gave birth to a child and now there is a brother. So uh, if the husband dies, 
So in that case, we say that there's no chashash and the woman can go get married l'shuk. Why? Because over here, it's a double suffix. Number one, maybe she had no children. Number two, even if she had a child, so maybe the child was a girl and uh, there would be no po- no, there would be no possibility of yibum. Uh, if she was pregnant when she left, so then you do have to be choshesh. Rabbi Yeshua says that even in that case, you don't have to be choshesh, but the Allah is not like Rabbi Yeshua. So let's see this Mishnah inside. A woman who went, whose, whose husband whose husband and her tzara, her co-wife, went away, then the Eidos comes and says that your husband died. She can't do Yibum. She can't get married to somebody from the Shuk. So until, until they find out that maybe the Tzara is pregnant. And uh, if that's the case, so then there's no Yibum. Maybe she's not pregnant, and then there is Yibum. If uh, she had a mother-in-law, and the mother-in-law um, was a Medina Sayyam, or you don't know whether she gave birth to a brother, that you don't have to worry about because it's too svekas. Number one, did she get pregnant? Number two, was the child a boy? But if she goes out pregnant, then then you do have to worry about it, and she can't get married to anybody until you find out. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, you don't have to worry about it, but we don't pass it like Rabbi Yehuda. Have a good night.